0: Good morning, everybody. Happy
1: Friday. Welcome to Coffee and Crypto Live, the best show on all of YouTube. And I've been watching back the other streams. I keep saying that. It's the best show on YouTube. You want to know why it's the best show on YouTube? It's because of all of you guys out there. I don't know if I'm the best. Most likely, I'm not. Actually, for sure, I'm not the best. But you guys are. And that's why Coffee and Crypto is one of my favorite things about life. (laughs) There's other things that are good too, but Coffee and Crypto is one of the best. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. We got a lot going on in the show today. Of course, as you can tell in the title and the uh, thumbnail, there's not a lot, not a lot of updates on Bitcoin price. In fact, it continues to be boring and we're really wanting to do something. But we're going to go look at the charts anyway and examine what's happening because it is continuing in that trend of the ascending triangle. We will look at the news and what's happening recently to find out maybe is there a breakout coming? Of course, you might have seen that there was $1 billion of Bitcoin taken off of exchanges this morning as well as yesterday we had the cpi reports come out at 7.9 percent we're going to talk about what that means for your bitcoin and other crypto but i want to start off by introducing the rest of our team here i'm going to start with old smanel the technical director everyone's favorite I, I, he is the one that's probably more favorite than me how are you doing Smay?
0: hey you know what i'm gonna to do today i'm going to engage Whew, i'm locked in baby You know what I'm going to do when I'm locked in? Because it's boring right now, but I'm not boring. Locked right on in. So that's what I want to do. I want to say, while I'm being all locked in and happy and excited, I'm going to say some great names because nothing wakes me up in the morning and makes me feel good than getting to say some of these member names, baby. All right, let's go. Let's go. We got Agent Gold. We got the Bitcoinologist. We got Lucas we got Elliot Lock. We got Grand Rooving Incorporated. We got Crypto Alchemist. We got Why You Loud. We got Crypto Alchemist. We got Crypto Alchemist. We got Bitcoinologist. We got Crypto Alchemist. Man, this guy's talking a lot right now. Crypto Set Guy, Elliot Locke, Bitcoinologist, Crypto Alchemist. Oh! <laughs> we got TZ. We got Siobhan Gole, We got Jojo. Oh, uh, we got Siobhan uh, Gole, We got Crypto Sarah. We got Janice uh, Pizarca. <laughs> Oh come on, you guys are so cool. I like it. Come on, you guys are so cool. All right. Anyways, I'm gonna throw it back to Tim. Uh,
1: there you go. Boom. it's always a pleasure to hear from Sme in the morning. If that doesn't wake you up, make sure you get some coffee with coffee. And I'm excited. We are also joined back from Japan because he took the yes. Yeah, he took yesterday off because he had a party. Uh, but Kelly from Japan, how are you doing, Kelly?
2: uh konnichiwa konbanwa. how's everybody go. doing i'm doing excellent uh, yeah i was actually having a uh, dinner with uh, my wife's father uh and uh i guess it turned into a little bit of a party but yeah i'm doing well i'm doing uh, I'm, I'm quite i'm still jet lagged and i think the moment i recover from my jet lag will be when i'm flying back so then i'll be jet lagged for another week or two but yeah when are you no, fly back ex- uh i'll fly back on uh tuesday i believe okay and then uh Very quickly, I'll be coming back down there to Florida. I was gonna say
1: you're coming out here soon again. So yeah, we got. Well, that's the deal.
2: So All you that first off, thank you everybody that tunes into the show. Honestly, we appreciate you so much. You have no idea how how much thought in our day goes to uh, making sure we can uh, figure out. Everything we can do to to bring more value to the community, and with that being said, that's why the reasons I'm going back and forth between Florida and New York so much, Mm. because there's a lot of stuff we're working on that's going to be releasing real soon. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm uh, I'm just excited. We had a great great Twitter Spaces this morning with a number of awesome people. Uh, You you can go to my Twitter and re-listen to that if anybody wants to. But uh, yeah, I'm just uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, Bitcoin might feel boring, but there's still stuff in the charts to look at. So. uh, yeah let's dive right in into it
1: well again we're gonna get onto the charts and we're gonna discuss the news just as we always do but today is also special because we do announce the winner of the Huddle trophy boom and poor kelly almost you know there's still a chance out there there's still a chance that you could get a three-peat yeah but it's not looking it's not really looking sad good for it's you. gonna
0: go all the way down to 33 uh, um i've called upon my whales yeah, in case you guys are wondering what Sme is talking about over there, he
1: needs the price to go down to $36,000. Yeah, they are going to go, they're going to dump the price for me, guys. So, Don't worry. You know, anything's possible. Kelly's going to also uh, need the price to go up above 41000 for a win. Uh, so we'll can, see. Can we, can we, can we do something very special on the channel right now? Can we take a moment as a ceremony
2: for every single buddy, that every person that's watching and just, we'll have a, a depressing the like button ceremony and just help, uh, you know, Should give is. this show some love and uh, make sure that we can
0: stay on the air for you guys. It's
1: a good question. Sme had you hit the like button yet?
0: All right, let's see. Here. Wow, oh, hey, well, I didn't even w- look yet. Okay, first of all, guys, first of all, I can't even hit the like button anymore. I've have so I used to have it up on my phone. Now I'm on the CryptoJeb account on here, so no, on can my like laptop. You like on the CryptoJeb account? Nah, I, dude, I'm on the dashboard. I can't like it on the dashboard. Oof, the excuses, excuses. Kelly, hey. did you hit
1: the like button. I always uh, throw the like button. Uh, I hit it right when you're I on when I log in, you know. Well, I, if you guys have not hit that like button yet, make sure to go ahead and smash it while you're there. Maybe consider subscribing to the channel and hitting that little bell notification uh, if you guys uh, want to get updated on all the things we're doing. Also, if you want your name to turn green, I don't know. I, the other day someone questioned that. I don't know. Does everyone see green names? Um, let, me,
0: let me do a little. I see green names. Let me do a little tutorial for you guys. We got to get into Bitcoin because, real quick, though, so well, make sure you I'm gonna, it's quick. a quick. It's definitely a quick tutorial. Okay. Guys, listen, what I want you to do if you want to if you want me to say your name in the morning here's the two things i want you to do: go there's a join button next to the subscribe button click that become a member any tier you want any tier you want and then comment at the beginning of the show just get those chats going baby because i'm reading from the chat and that's why you notice crypto alchemist got his name read several times because he was chatting it up if you want to get your name read several times you chat it up baby yeah. that's uh that's what you need to know well let's jump over to coin market cap and let's take a look at
1: what is happening today in the world of crypto you know you know, we don't talk about this all the time, but uh, Bitcoin dominance, I remember when I used to reference it a lot, it was sitting closer to 39. It's up over 42. I know yesterday it was at 42.6, but th- Bitcoin's dominance is still sitting at 42.4. That's something I want to keep my eyes on over the next couple of weeks, because in case you hadn't noticed, it seems like almost the entire market is following Bitcoin. So it looks like wherever Bitcoin goes, their crypto will go as well. But in the last 24 hours, Bitcoin is up a uh, A a very humble 1.37%. Still down 4% on the week. Ethereum outpacing Bitcoin slightly, up 2%, down 2% on the week. So it's kind of, you know balancing out there uh some of our other coins here cardano up 1.4 xrp op- up almost two luna slowing down a little bit only up uh 8.89 percent but on the le- week it is up a total of seven let's look at some of our biggest losers and gainers over the last 24 hours stacks is the biggest gainer at right? almost 40 percent increase in the last 24 hours Thorchain chain also up almost 25 so polka dot that's the big one polka dot. This is a top twelve coin, top fifteen coin. It is up eight percent, and I know there's a lot of things happening in Polkadot. Probably won't talk about it on this show, but maybe in a future video here next week, we'll talk a little more Polkadot. I know that used to be one of Sme's favorites. Sme. how are you feeling about Polkadot now?
0: I, oh, oh. Now you gotta unmute yourself. Oh, oh. I love Polkadot, guys. It's the greatest. Good, astute.
1: Biggest losers of the day. We have IOTA sitting here at down 3%, so not a really big problem there. What I do want to mention, and I think I might even do some TA on this later this afternoon. We'll see. I don't know if the video's going to be titled that, but Waves. Waves is down almost 2% on the day. However, it is still the biggest gainer of the last week, up almost 37%. I'm looking into this project. I know from the little bit of research I've done, it does have a lot to do with IT security. So that's a really cool project happening there. I'm sure a lot of you have looked into that as well. Terra Luna, another one that we've been following here, up seven percent in the last seven days. But yeah, Stacks. Stacks is well, I guess it's all based off of how it's up today. It's up a total of almost thirty percent on the week that is what we have happening in the crypto market. We're about to jump into some bitcoin TA, but Kelly, I want to hear from you. Again, you got yesterday off to have some time with your family. What are your current thoughts? I know you had a uh, Twitter Spaces last night and you had some phenomenal guests on there with you as well. What are your thoughts about the crypto market as a whole right now?
2: Yeah, you're I mean you're right on. I had uh, I mean Wendy O actually was one of the guests last night oh, as cool. well as uh, Mark Moss, uh, Jesse, all we had a bunch of people, and we actually talked a lot about everything that's going on, and uh, the basically integrating the worlds of the traditional uh, traditional markets as well as the geopolitical kerfuffle that's still going on, interest rates, and essentially, you know, if we if we take it all away first, you, you know, look at Bitcoin as itself a standalone asset class, uh, regardless of anything else going on, it's 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 ranging perfectly in a range, so. It's not like we're we can really expect it to be doing something anyway. So it's not breaking out. Well, we're becoming very impatient because we get so excited those one or two, three months uh where we get really bullish action that we, you know, it's almost like having an addictive high and we just expect that to happen all the time. Well, we're still in a little bit of a consolidation. So uh that being coupled with everything going on uh you know geopolitically and uh the interest rates as, as I just mentioned, uh, I think everything's everything's a little bit not only indecisive. But yeah. that's coupled with it also being in the pattern, so I don't really think we can expect much at the exact moment. Uh, but you know, you and I were even ta- speaking right before we went on stream. I hadn't even done the measurements uh, tool, but I, I just I was like, I wonder at what point, how many days if it if it went if it were to go all the way to the very end of the triangle that it's in right now, how many days would that be? And, and technically speaking, it would be about. 60 more days if we were to go all the way to that. But that being said, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh,
1: I think everything's just in a holding pattern right now as we consolidate and figure out what direction we're going to go. If you guys are wondering what he's talking about, you can go to my screen now Spandled, if I adjust this. If we were to go to the end of this right here, we have a, ascending level support, flat level resistance. So this is ascending triangle. If we were to go all the way to that peak, that's what he's talking about, 64 bars technically between today and that exact middle point. Now, again, ascending triangles don't usually go all the way to that tipping point. Uh, but if it did, I've seen ones get kind of close. We're looking at potentially two more months of – price below 44,000. Now I believe it could go above that or do something different before that. However, just so you know, boringness Potentially could continue for another 60 days or a little bit over that. So let's go ahead and jump into technicals. You guys just see two new lines that I have on the screen that we want to keep awareness of. And that is this long yellow line that's an extended line and the shorter red line right here. I still am going to mostly focus on this ascending triangle reforming. As I just mentioned, we're continuing to, you know, just bounce off this ascending level of support. But two new resistance lines have kind of shown to potentially be significant. It doesn't mean that we can't break through them. I'm not going to give them necessarily a lot of strength but they are two things that we need to be aware of the first one this yellow line actually is rooted even though it's extended and we could trace it all the way back up here uh, with some other points it's actually the the top of where we were back in December when we were potentially looking at a breakout again if you guys are watching this is something that we were wrong this channel was wrong we thought we were gearing up for a breakout back in early december we thought that bitcoin would explode maybe get a little closer to hundred thousand by the end of the year it turned out that was wrong but this level of resistance now continuing down has been a consistent level that we just rejected on yesterday on the on the 10th but you guys see or i guess that's yesterday yeah yesterday uh we also rejected on it here on the 16th of february and again we had wicks both on the let's see the 10th of february and the 8th of february that rejected on it so that line again i'm not going to say it's necessarily as strong as this flat level here at 44 but it is one to keep an eye on that potentially if we bounce back up off this support one more time will we see ourselves bouncing and getting rejected on that descending yellow line which is forming a symmetrical triangle pattern. The other line, again, which might not be strong either, but we have to be aware of it, is this line now starting to form here from the, the date that we peaked here on the 2nd of March, and again, rejected at that same point here on the 10th of March. This is gonna be a level that as our price continues to go up, we wanna break through that quickly, and it might not be hard, but I guarantee you, watch at least on the hourly chart. When we get to that level, we start to teeter with that line, I bet you there'll be a slight hesitation, possibly a rejection, if not, then a breakthrough after that hesitation, then we'll focus on the yellow line and start to work our way back up to the $44,000 region. Now, as I said in the title, as we said in the thumbnail, Bitcoin do something. This has been extremely boring. Even this morning, there was a, there was a pump that happened that it, the, the pump actually rallied $1,000. But as you can see, it, it actually just ended up coming right back down. We're not quite back down as far as we were when that pump started, but it's, it's sitting pretty close. Bitcoin is for sure in a boring spot right now that is causing a lot of people to be confused about the future. And we're gonna talk about news here in about, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, because there's a lot of things coming out. Again, as I said in the intro, we did see a billion. Billion dollars ex- uh, moved off of, and I believe it was specifically Coinbase's exchange, but a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin was removed. We also had the CPI numbers coming out. We see whales getting a little more active. There's actually a mixed bag, not only on the technicals about what Bitcoin is doing, also in the news. And we're going to discuss what that could mean for the future of Bitcoin price, but I'm going to save that for a little bit later. Let's look at a couple of our, our indicators here on Bitcoin and see if there's anything telling a story. What I noticed this morning when I was looking at the four hourly chart, and if you guys have been watching now for while I've been hosting, you know that the four hour chart is one of the ones I'm using to kind of help myself prepare for what the next 24 to 72 hours is doing. And right now, there's actually a lot of nothingness happening. We got rejected right there at that uh, 14 SMA of that yellow line right there on the RSI. We started to come back down. But here's what I'm noticing. We have not set up a bearish or bullish divergence since back here at this little low back on the 7th of March. So what does this mean? At the moment, I have to give the the wind a little bit to the bulls on this one because until I see a reversal or a continuation pattern show me on the RSI that we should be doing something different, this Looks like the last call we got was in fact bullish RSI divergence, and then this peak we had right here, it stayed below this peak over here on the March first. So therefore, that didn't set up bearish RSI divergence. We came down here, our RSI had two lows, but the, they stayed in line with the price. This didn't set up bullish divergence. So what we can all, what we have to go back to on RSI, if we're going to use RSI to make any type of prediction, is at the moment we are still in a bullish trend there on the four hourly chart. When we move down to the hourly chart with RSI, it is a little bit different. We did have some bullish divergence that potentially explained why we had a little rally, but again, even that one's not that interesting. If you guys are wondering what I'm talking about, of course, we had lower RSI right here. We have a flat-level RSI price, but the price, excuse me, flat-level RSI ratings, but the price ended up going down. This is what we would call weak uh, bullish RSI divergence. It ended up bringing us back up. It was a a reversal pattern, uh, but it's not as strong as if this RSI had stayed higher with the price going lower. Again, it's boring. Let's move to the MACD and maybe zoom out just a little bit more. The, RS, uh, the MACD on the hourly chart is kind of sitting there. We're starting to come back down, potentially looking at uh, the reversing the downside, but that's almost moving sideways. On the four hourly chart, we look to be moving for a bullish cross here, potentially within the next couple of hours. Again, that kind of backs up the thought I was just talking about, that we came down, hit the bottom of that support line. The last call we got on the four hourly chart was bullish. Potentially, we're we gonna see a bullish cross there. Daily chart is very ugly and very confusing. We had a massive drop, we then jumped back up and now we're starting to decline a little bit more. Uh, the monthly chart. And then we're going to jump out really, really, really far. This is where we potentially, you know, I've seen people mention this before, but the monthly chart is continuing to decline. But could we be seeing a very swift and quick recovery coming? Because as Kelly mentioned this morning, and I, and I want, if he wants to talk about this a little more, he can. If we go to the monthly chart and give me a second, guys, I got to clean this chart up. Got to zoom out so it's not so ugly. But the RSI, what we're currently seeing on the RSI is actually a decent level uh, or sorry a falling wedge of RSI price action so the points keep bouncing right here and you see right now the most recent uh, RSI movements have been right in line with that and then we have a uh, descending level of support but this is forming a falling wedge could we potentially see a breakout coming in RSI action on the monthly chart very soon we will have to see again guys the reason why this has been all over the place is because I'm just scrounging to try to give you guys what's happening in the technicals and at the moment it is as boring as the price itself. Kelly, I want to throw it to you and see if there's anything you're noticing either in the technicals, in on-chain metrics, or any other metrics. I know you guys, again, discussed that last night during uh, Twitter spaces. What are your thoughts about Bitcoin's chart at this moment? Yeah, I mean, you've covered the
2: the technicals pretty well, but there's a couple of on-chain metrics I want to pull up here. Um, let me uh, I'm still dealing with the different workspace here, being in a hotel, uh, so I, I appreciate your your uh, your patience. Uh, but uh, where is it? At? Here we go. So I pulled uh, I pulled these uh, charts uh, from Glassnode, and if, if if you don't use Glassnode or CryptoQuant or any of these on-chain metric. Uh, Things you definitely should because they give such such great uh, data, especially in Glassnode with their workbench, because you can you know go through and adjust all the data uh, to really come up with some cool metrics. And so what I did was uh, I went through some of their uh, some of their standard ones here, and I noticed here that this is a Bitcoin entity adjusted dormancy flow. And what I noticed is each each time this came down to this very good buy zone based on of the dormancy flow of Bitcoin each. I mean, this was basically V-shape of this oscillator, right? Uh, Basically touch in and out, touch in and out, touch in and out. The only time, see, uh, we've basically balanced off here, but here we've spent, uh, you know, a, a, a month or more uh, in in this region, when the only other time we've done that, uh, I, I'm going to kind of disregard this area here because
1: this is basically
2: yeah. right at the, you know, right as Bitcoin, uh, you know, came out. Uh, this is the only other time basically that it spent this much time in this area, which to me is uh, I mean, we could obviously with any model, you can always break it. So you need to be prepared for that. But based on the, the probabilities on the historical trend, this looks like it's ready and it's also trending up. It looks like it's ready to to have some upward side action uh, additionally and this is also we're going to cover this a bit more when we talk about this uh the the large whale movement off of coinbase but this is the uh inflows and outflows from exchange and we're still we're still i mean it's actually having a bit of a, a momentum shift here but uh, in terms of it's it's sort of pinching down it's constricting towards uh essentially what we can call the zero line but there's still outflows that are outweighing the inflows outflows meaning uh, coins coming off exchange which is incre- which is incredibly bullish it means people are uh preparing to hold rather than preparing to sell uh the other thing i'm going to show is here the the number of uh new entities uh look at this almost explosion and of course this this kind of makes sense when we think about what's going on uh in eastern europe with uh, Bel- uh, russia and belarus uh in addition to canada and other you know just people around the globe adopting bitcoin as well but this this is a lot, this is a fairly large substantial increase in terms of the on-chain metrics of how fast uh, this uh, the new wallet new entity adoption is is uh, taking place and then of course finally we t- we cover this fairly regularly this is the illiquid supply and this is literally other than this this dip here this is just up and to the right yeah. even with this large large sell-off here the illiquid supply this basically showing that people are still this is in confluence with the uh, bitcoin coming off exchanges in that uh, the fact that there's illiquid supply means that there's not a lot of there's very very few bitcoin that are out there that are even causing this price action whether it be buying or selling and of course if you're selling, that means somebody's buying. And if you're buying, that means somebody's selling. But there's a very small percentage of Bitcoin that's out there that's even uh, making this price action happen. Uh, So as soon as the momentum and the sentiment start to slowly uh, shift winds and and be more bullish, then it's going to lead to very strong uh, price action when that happens. I'm not saying from here we're going to moonshot. And I think uh, Tim covered it as well. I would still think that we could break down below this wedge and go down to as low as uh, 35, maybe even 33. If we're really pushing it, which Bitcoin likes to do, retouch the twenty nine and scare the heck out of us. Yeah. And if it breaks the twenty nine, I would I would concede that we're going into a, a longer bearish trend. But I still think that the uh, the bulls are going to win this battle.
1: Yeah, and I want to show you guys. Even talking there, I know Kelly and I were talking the other day. I, I was talking to Shannon as well. You know, just you know Shannon was saying, "Hey Tim, why don't you like make a video about the bear market?" And and I was like, "Well, you know, are you asking me to say talk about how this is a bear market." He said, "Yeah, yeah, talk about the bear market." And I was like, "Well." I understand the argument. I understand why. Anyone who's watching right now who says, guys, we are definitely in a bear market, I hear you. I feel you. The reason I disagree, and you're welcome to disagree with this take, but the reason I disagree is watch during this whole run. Like I would call – I'm on the weekly chart here. I would call this whole run right here that you have starting back – right uh, around the 16th of May that's back when we had the uh, pandemic start this whole run has been in bull market right what i'm looking to say that potentially we're going to have a bear market not that a bear market needs to come down and get below where the start of this run was but look at the places we've come and stopped we we had a retracement right here at around $10,000 we then rallied we had a little retracement deck down to around 31 we rallied we had a retracement back down again to 30,000 we rallied we're sitting still at higher lows, right? This is very different than if I were to go over to Cardano. Now, I think I said on the show yesterday, Cardano is a project that I think potentially is in a bear market. Now, it might be coming to the end of the bear market, but the reason why I differ is, unlike Bitcoin that continues at higher lows, Cardano now has set a lower low than this retracement we had back in July. Bitcoin, on the other hand, though, continuously is, you know, actually, let me go to a different chart just so I can draw this up for you guys and I'll delete everything, at the moment, if I was looking at this chart on the four-hourly or the hourly chart, what we would call this is actually a flag or a pennant because we have our flagpole right here. We have our, our pennant starting. I guess this would be a flag because it's kind of a trading, uh, a trading channel right here. But look at this right here. This, this right here, nobody would look at a four-hourly chart and say, Oh, yeah, that was a that's a bear market we would say, oh no, that actually looks like it could potentially be a flagpole, in which case, now, I'm not going to say that this is my prediction, my price prediction for Bitcoin within the next couple of months, but if I were to extrapolate this information and go and put this on top of this flag, I think I would put it here down the bottom, this would give me a price prediction of $423,000 for Bitcoin, right? So when I'm looking at things like that, that is why I do not believe that this is a bear market. Now, I appreciate and respect anyone's opinion who disagrees, but just so you know how I feel on this, how Jeb feels on this and how this channel views this is until we see a break below and we set a lower low on the weekly chart, that is still going to be, in our opinion, very much a setup for bullish movement and this is still just a retracement in a long-term bull market. That being said, I wanna go ahead and jump in. I don't know how much chat we have. You can go off my screen now tonight. I know we saw one super chat earlier, so I'm gonna check that and see if there's any more. Elliot Locke said, Uh, I love when Bitcoin is boring as I love Bitcoin when it is pumping probably been answered What's the Fed rate hike and how is it going to affect Bitcoin? Well, so first of all, I love when Bitcoin is boring. I'll just I love when Bitcoin is boring when Bitcoin is boring, is potentially the greatest time to both accumulate Bitcoin and also to learn a whole lot more about why it's boring, when it's exciting, how to adjust and prepare yourself for future strategies to make money. Uh, but I I just you guys know I I am I've been preaching. Patience, everyone. Be patient. And guess what? I'm preaching to myself just as much as the next guy because this has been a very much, very much a test of my patience because it has been boring as freak. And we constantly want something to happen. We want there to be a massive breakout, more so than want there to be a drop off. But at least if we came down, as I've been saying now for a couple of weeks, and set a close below that $35,000, we'd actually have something interesting happening despite that price going down because we'd have bullish RSI divergence preparing us to go back up on the charts. That's not what we have happening right now. In fact, we just see Bitcoin, the minute it starts doing something good, it turns bearish. The minute it starts doing something bearish and and people are saying, oh, we're going back down to lower 30s, it does something bullish and we go back up. That has been extremely frustrating this whole time, Elliot, but I understand why you would love it. Uh, He said he loves it when he's pumping. Probably been answered, what's the Fed rate hike and how is it going to affect Bitcoin? So we do not know what the Fed rate hike is going to be. And I made a video about this actually last night, and I think we retitled it this morning to maybe help people see it better. But what we know right now is that there is a 7.9% increase in inflation we are expecting and a lot of economists are expecting an interest rate hike, but we won't know the details of that until next week because I believe they meet on the 15th and the 16th. So hopefully we know something by the end of the 16th, if not the 17th, about what the interest rates will be. But that video that I made last night actually lays out the scenario of what economists are expecting and how you should be maybe viewing your Bitcoin holdings. Uh, We might even talk about that a little bit here in the discussion coming up very soon. But anything you guys saw interesting in chat, because to me, that looks like it's the only thing as far as super chats, did you guys see any questions or any I, feedback in, in the chat? Absolutely. I, I saw some, I actually want to clarify I'm curious to hear what you have to say about this, Tim. Yeah. Cause
2: I, th- I th- I'm pretty sure I know what you would say, but, I saw somebody, a few people after you drew uh, the pattern, uh, you know, because there's a difference between drawing a pattern uh, to see where an expected potential target would be and, and saying that's exactly where it's going to go. And the reason I bring that up is, uh, you know, right now, 400 K plus seems outlandish. And, and in all reality, I, I think that that is a, probably an unlikely target for this cycle, especially as it stands right now. But when we, when you're looking at patterns and you, in his case, he was showing if this is a bear market, and this the way this pattern structure is set up based on the way TA is done, that's where the pattern would show a target to be. But yeah. I, if it, if I had to guess, I would think it would probably be somewhere, somewhere on the conservative side, 120, 150. But cool. I'm still, I'm still holding my my bet from last year in January, before all of the 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 two all time highs last year, and this uh, this midterm bear market that we've yeah. been in, I still think it's going to hit somewhere about two two ten to two
1: twenty. Well, another I thing to, it's going to hit. 40. Another thing to think about is where I started that flagpole. Actually, go ahead and go back to my screen here, so man, I'll explain this. This is back in March of twenty twenty. Now, I don't know what timeline feels like for you guys. There are aspects. There are times where I feel like a week goes by in a whole year, like the, the whole year went by in a matter of a week. There's times where I felt like a week went by and it felt like a whole year. This was two years ago, right? So 728 days ago to right now, that's what we're calling. And not necessarily it's ready to to go. But again, that that prediction, let's say that does play out. Because actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it's not a ridiculous prediction. But that could play out anywhere in the next two years. So what we're talking about is, could Bitcoin be $400,000 in 2024 in March? That's absolutely a possibility. Because there's even been, and I'm not going to go into the details, of it, but there is actually a lot of people discussing what it would take for Bitcoin to get to 500,000, and it's actually not as hard as you might think. But we do need to see a lot of adoption and more stories come out before I were to actually say with all of my heart, yes, guys, I am predicting March of 2020, uh, 2024, to be $400,000 Bitcoin. I need to see a lot more happening, but it is definitely something that is a potential. My point wasn't to say that that's what I'm predicting, it's just saying if I was to look at it that way, I would not call this a bear market. I would actually actually see this as just a flag in a bull market that's happening currently. So, uh, good question. Did I answer what you were asking, Kelly, or did I... No, you know, no, I mean, you you clear. I just wanted to make sure we clarified it first to yeah. the
2: people watching because I think and I, I, I'm not calling anybody out in chat because no, I no, don't no, yeah, to this as well. Sometimes I'll hear a soundbite from somebody and think that that's exactly what they're saying and I'm not taking it into full context. So I just wanted to help paint a, a clearer picture for anybody because, you know, what do we do on this channel? We don't want to tell people exactly exactly what's going to happen. We're trying to really show you how to think through
1: and make these decisions for yourself. Right. Absolutely. I know we saw another super chat come in from Greg Gresick saying Kelly's T.A. is Dope, uh, yeah, I agree. That's one of the reasons why I love him. Uh, love having Kelly on the show. Uh, anything else you guys saw in chat uh, that we can reference before we jump into some discussions and talk about that news that we've discussed here a little bit? Mm-hmm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. Well, that's fine. It is. A minute early from when we usually transfer but if you guys have any questions about anything we discussed make sure leave it down below tz and taylor i believe they're watching let me know if there's any interesting questions in chat that you guys think are worth answering uh let's see here i'm gonna make sure yeah no these are old questions right here let's go ahead kelly let's go ahead and transition into some of our headlines and our discussion topics for this uh the second half of this stream
2: all righty so what's going on with bitcoin today well why don't we just jump right into the news First headline is this uh, incredible story here from Stripe. Uh, if you're not aware of what Stripe is, Stripe is a massive, massive payment processing uh, company, uh, and a, a, a huge number. I don't know exactly what the percentage is, but a huge number of uh, businesses online and also you know, brick and mortar, but a lot of online businesses utilize Stripe. I think even us at CryptoJeb, uh, we use it for uh, some of our products, uh, uh, you know, online sales. Uh, but they essentially have said that uh, to better support our customers and to continue to grow the GDP of the internet, we're working to give crypto businesses access to today's uh, global financial infrastructure. Uh, And and to continue with that, Stripe now supports crypto businesses, exchanges, on-ramps, wallets, and NFT marketplaces. So this is incredibly bullish uh, for the adoption and growth of Bitcoin over time. As you can see here with this chart, I pulled this up. This This is two years ago. Uh, back in 2020, they, they had ballooned all the way up to, I think there's around $350 billion in payment volume, which is absolutely, uh, it's incredibly bullish for another payment processor or essentially on-ramp use case uh, uh, to utilize crypto and provide the ability to use, utilize crypto uh, for businesses and for end users as well. Uh, the next thing I wanted to share here is, uh, we talked about this a bit earlier, is whales moving over a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin from exchanges And I think this was primarily off of uh, of Coinbase um, and the interesting thing with this is this this supports what we were talking about earlier uh, in regards to inflows in and outflows from exchanges. But as you can see here, thirty five thousand bitcoin. Now, when a whale is moving this amount of coin off exchange, uh, this is a smart money. Remember, when you have large large investors, whether it's institutional or uh, uh, independent players, uh, this amount of money, these people have a good idea what they're doing. This is how they've accrued a lot of that wealth. So it's good to take signals from uh, from this. And it, for me, the signal i'm getting is i see this going higher now is not a time to sell i'm going to continue accumulating and hodling so this is incredibly incredibly bullish uh, and the final story i wanted to go over here and i'm curious to get your perspective on this yeah. uh, mr timbo slice is uh here uh and i actually had uh, scott on uh, twitter spaces this morning the wolf of all streets uh he had a uh, uh, interview with uh, mike maglone and uh the, the what's so interesting here is that this phrase right here that was in the interview most money managers on the planet who have been holding gold uh gold like forever are at greater risk if they do not have bitcoin in that portfolio mm. of gold it is shocking to see people put all their eggs in one basket so what i find so incredible about this is that major and mike mcglone has been a huge uh very large uh, crypto advocate for quite a while but uh when you when you're having these narratives starting to shift and it's not just him being somebody that's been on both sides of the fence with crypto and traditional markets but uh you know i read another article i think it was yesterday i wasn't on the show yesterday but i'm always digging into crypto. And it was talking about major institute, uh, major hedge funds, uh, the billions of dollars that they poured in, especially in the last year and a half or so. uh, And how that's the, the the shifting sentiment in terms of the psychology of thinking about uh, uh crypto as an asset that's not touchable you know three years ago because it's too risky it's not regulated it's still somewhat in that boat but these large institutional players are really starting to dip their toes in and it's amazing to see even even just them dipping their toes in is billions of dollars of investment so far that's come in yeah with hundreds of billions and almost trillions that is still on sideline. So I'm curious, Tim, what your thoughts are about, uh, you know, this and, and as we were talking before stream, how this how this is uh, this sort of shift in sentiment about gold, Bitcoin, traditional markets, risk on, risk off. What are you seeing with this? How are you feeling like this is going to play out?
1: Well, no. So this is a discussion we've actually been having around the office now, and that is that we are actually seeing economists starting to warm up to the idea of Bitcoin. Most of the predictions that are very humble about the future of crypto that people will find in articles are done by economists who have been in the field for a while, and they they yet to they have yet to see the difference in Bitcoin and a lot of commodities and stuff. This is something that we have to address moving forward. Is right now crypto is seen as a commodity and a stock, right? That's one of the reasons why, and and I give credit to everyone who says this. The reason why Bitcoin is kind of st- going down the same the same time as the stock market is cuz the majority of investors the majority of the money kind of sees it as the same thing. Again, I would imagine we got 1200 people watching right now. The majority of you guys understand there's a massive difference between crypto and stock market that the what the future of the world looks like is crypto and it is not the same as just it putting your money somewhere to invest it. However, that's the way the majority of the world and the investors in it see it and what we need is a catalyst to change people's minds. We need a catalyst to show, hey, this is the reason why crypto should be viewed in a completely different light. Now, I will stop and say there are some cryptos that probably should be viewed the same way as the stock market. There's a lot of different technologies and coins and projects that work to actually have a product, not just a project, they have a product in the same way we have iPhones and we have cars and we have all these different things. Those are products. Yes, some coins and projects are going to be seen in similar light to the stock market. So when the stock market does well, they're going to go up, but when it comes to decentralized finance, when it comes to DeFi, it's a completely different world than the stock market. But right now, it's seen as a commodity. So that story you're talking about, where he is saying you need to increase your Bitcoin holdings compared to gold, you know that one of the accusations of Bitcoin is that it is the new gold. And and I think what he's really kind of get at is hey, at least diversify, if not see the future that Bitcoin is going to be. And I can't remember the exact number, but it, it someone someone talked about if if gold right now, if we were the gold just around eleven the, trillion, yeah, if we were just match the the market cap of gold bitcoin could be worth a million dollars per coin and there's a lot of expectation by economists who are starting to move in the direction of bitcoin being the future who are saying we're not just going to match gold we're going to outpace it so the concept of saying hey guys you know split your bets hedge against hedge against inflation hedge against other things Make sure you're in gold, too. I don't think anyone would ever say, hey, gold's going to the trash can. Don't be invested in gold. But what he's saying is if you're only investing in gold, make sure you go ahead and split that up and start investing in the future gold, and that is Bitcoin. And you know something that I talked about in, in the video yesterday, we have to discuss is this concept of what's gonna happen with inflation. I was one of the questions someone asked is what is the interest rate gonna be? Here is the thing. And again, I'm not necessarily a professional economist. I'm trying to learn. It was one of my most fascinating classes I took in college. But what I'm listening to people who know more than me is they're talking about the trends and what tends to happen when we have inflation at this rate so what we could be expecting here to happen next and again i don't want to scare people i don't want to make people fud out but we have to prepare ourselves for potentially either a downward price action for crypto or even could this be the catalyst that separates crypto from the rest of the markets uh when the when we see inflation this high We're going to have a meeting, the Fed's going to have a meeting, and and there's going to be a lot of pressure on them to go ahead and hike interest rates. Now, if they do it too fast, that can be very detrimental as well. But if they do it right, they potentially could start to curb the inflation rate to help stable the economy. The problem is that when that happens, when they raise the interest rates, that gives a lot more buying power to the US dollar. And because the interest rates are so high, people are a little less likely to borrow money, which brings a lower volume of US dollars. When there's a lower volume and that purchasing power is high, it's it's, it's good economics, but it makes people less likely to want to part with that. When they don't want to part with that, that causes a decrease in volume, that causes them to not really want to invest in the markets as much, and right now we see the markets as stocks, commodities, and crypto. We know that that crypto shouldn't be in there, but as it stands right now, that's how people see it. And so with the interest rate growing up, and people and the US dollar actually getting power back, Unless crypto deviates from the rest of the markets, crypto might take a little bit of a, a dive with uh, the markets as well. Now again, that's just a variable. I think that's something that was really important to me yesterday as we were going over that video. Is just because interest rates go up, and just because in the past things tend to go downwards, doesn't mean it's an absolute. It's just a variable. And as we discussed, there's lots of things on chain wise, and there's lots of things in the news, and there's lots of things on the technicals. Despite the fact that short time frames are bearish, there's a lot of big time frame things that are bullish that could still keep Bitcoin and the rest of the crypto market moving to the upside. But if we were to just close our eyes and blindly say, oh, I'm gonna ignore all the interest rate stuff. I'm gonna ignore the fact that traditionally, crypto has seemed to move with the stock market. And traditionally, when we have high interest rates, the stock market seems to go down. Then I would be fooling myself and not preparing myself wisely to protect my investments. Uh, that was a lot I just threw. I wanna hear what Smey has to think. I wanna hear what Kelly has to think. I know Sme has a thought. Smay, what you? what are your, after all of that, I just, dumped on everybody because that was a whole lot of information hopefully it made a lot of sense what are your thoughts about all of that
0: well ultimately guys i think that the i my <clears throat> sorry if every time i go to speak for some reason i get all clogged up i don't know why but uh listen guys I think that we are heading towards the catalyst that we need to break out of this boring price action. I really, genuinely believe that the more that we're heading towards this um, uncertain, the the kind of the bubbling up of this uncertainty, not only in a market sense, but even with the with the inflation and these interest rates. I think eventually people are going to really understand how different, uh, leading into these kind of uh, these big economic decisions that are coming up, how different Bitcoin actually is from the rest of these markets and what the use that it serves right i think that we've kind of already started to see the role that bitcoin's playing in in terms of uh around the world and with government injustices and so on that people are wanting to actually have control over their money uh and to where it's not at the whim of a bank or it's not at the whim of a government uh and so that's why i think ultimately when people are going to start to see it for what it is and i don't think now do i think anything uh you know Amazing and crazy adoption story is going to happen like right away, probably not. But I think you're going to notice that it's going to start to decouple slowly, and just kind of like when a tire breaks off of a car while while it's moving, it just kind of go, but they're still moving together for a little bit, and then it starts to, you know, break off, and then it, you know, does its thing. So that's why I think we're going to see with the with Bitcoin, it's going to break off of that car, and then it's going to continue to roll with it for a while because of the momentum of it. But then I think we're going to see that decoupling, and initially, and you're going to notice, wait a minute, they're not actually quite moving that much together anymore um that's where i think we're at Mm. what do you think kelly about all of that and uh what are your thoughts
2: i mean i I couldn't agree more with both both you all and i think uh you know my my dad who i think is watching the stream right now as well you know he, he always says to me why the heck are people treating this like a risk on asset it's it's basically made to be different from that right right well the the at the end of the day these this, these markets are, are working in tandem right now because uh, yeah. although it's starting to show its use cases, it's starting to prove like it's 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 at its uh, like a point of proof right now, especially with everything that's going on geopolitically. Uh, and it's mature enough now that uh, we we might be able to start to see that. But what I want you to picture in your mind is uh, what the shape of a parabola is, right? So when something starts to change, you don't notice it at first, and then it very slowly increases more more and and it takes you a while to realize excuse me <laughs> it takes you a while to realize uh before that it's oh you finally realize oh it's in a parabola and it, it it just starts exponentially separating itself from the from the mean uh, and so i think that it, just as may said we're gonna need uh not only the catalyst or a catalyst but the domino effect of the, all the right things uh, to be in place, which I think right now we're actually starting to see the the, the beginning of, the thing that we need to keep in consideration about all this uh, is the you know right now with everything going on with Russia and and Ukraine and then also. Uh, supply logistics, uh, you know, oil prices and gas prices. You know, we see gas prices at the pump going out of control right now. And oil prices, uh, the the price of oil per barrel right now is like absolutely to the, it's incredible how high oil's gotten. And how the hell is that related to Bitcoin? Well, if you look, anytime uh, oil has uh, gotten above $100 a barrel, uh, it it has been essentially – I don't want to say these start, but if you look at it in correlation with where the U.S. economy has had a recession, traditional markets go into a recession, and you look at the price of oil, they're very correlated. So there's definitely something to be said about that. And so it's a little scary right now, being that uh, the the traditional markets and crypto assets are still running so uh, in tandem with each other, because if we do go into a recession, as history would uh, indicate based on the the price of oil right now, we're still yet to prove that Bitcoin is going to run Separately, uh, however, this could be the thing that that shows us we're not running in tandem anymore. But we 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 won't know that until and until that starts to play out a little further. So it, you know, we really just need to be very vigilant, especially with where we're right now in the charts, being at an in between sort of a price point where we're not in a clear uptrend or a clear downtrend, yeah. other than the macro uptrend. But. For the last several months we, we've, we've been in a downtrend so we're not clear on a direction yet the the geopolitical uh traditional markets all the everything is so indecisive uh, i think bitcoin right now is about to show us something really interesting and what i'm really looking forward to is right about april 1st uh basically april 1st through the middle of april uh, april 1st being the you know we've finished the first quarter we're going into the second quarter and what i really want to see is all these earning reports uh from uh, the large institutions because i I really think uh, that's going to be an explosive, explosive uh, point in the crypto asset space this year, because I think we're going to see a lot of different institutions have, that, that have gotten into Bitcoin at these prices.
1: Yeah, no, and I think just summing this up before we jump into some more chats. Cause I do see some super chats and some good questions in chat. Uh, let's boil this down. Should you be FOMOing in or should you be funding out? Neither one. Continue to do your research to, to continue to prepare yourself for what the future is. Because even though the interest rates could potentially, again, it's not a guarantee, could potentially speak bearish movement for not only the stock market but crypto as well again, could this be the catalyst for where people start to view the crypto space and the stock market space as different things? We do know one of the other things that really that's been big, even though some people are concerned about it, is incoming regulation from the US government. Now, is that bad for the reasons of decentralization? Absolutely. But when you have regulation, it gives clarity and it gives security to what Kelly was talking about earlier, those billions, if not trillions of dollars of institutional money waiting to come to Bitcoin they even all these articles we see happening is that the institutions really 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 want into at least Bitcoin if not the rest of the crypto space but they're smart enough to know hey if I could get in trouble I don't want to touch that with a 10 foot pole regulation will help moderate that and keep that to a minimum which will bring more money in so as it stands right now just as we were talking about with the technicals where there's a whole lot of confusion there's there's bullish there's bearish it's boring there's the future looks bright but also has a lot of uncertainty about what Bitcoin's price is doing all we can do is continue day in and day out to watch the markets, educate ourselves, and then this channel, we're gonna continue to be here with you guys, walk through it with you. Just so you know, it's not that we're experts, we're learning about the market right alongside you guys, but we wanna build a community that does that together. So let's go ahead and jump into some Super Chats, because again, I just saw one pop up from Ethan, but I'm gonna go ahead and read a couple that we've had here for a little minute. Matt C uh, gave one, gave a donation saying, I'd like to shout out this entire team for the amazing job they have, all, they have done this week with Jeb on his honeymoon. This community loves and appreciates you, Matty. We love and appreciate you. We uh, we do the best we can. That's what's that's what's really cool. Even this opportunity, I told Smay the other day. This gave me the opportunity to get a lot of reps and stuff. So Jeb, who for years couldn't take a vacation, not only was able to take a vacation, he was able to go on his honeymoon. And we're building something that's bigger than any one person. It's bigger than Jeb. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than Smay. It's bigger than the you know the four of us, including Kelly. It's you guys. And whenever we have all of us here together, if one of us is gone, we still have a community, and that's what makes this channel so cool boom aaron perry said hi guys what are your views on bry's blockchain i'm sorry aaron i, I don't have any thoughts kelly have you heard of bry's blockchain brise well, as a As of about uh, six seconds ago, I've never heard of it, but but I'll look. Sorry, there, Ian. Ethan Phillips, as I said, he gave one saying: "Are altcoins safe to invest in right now? With the uncertain times, or would stable coins and Bitcoin be safer to hold?" Wow, that's a hard question. Can you say that? uh, It's getting closer into financial. He said, are altcoins safe to invest in right now with the uncertain times, or would stablecoins and bitcoins be safer to hold? You know, I'm going to answer that a little bit, and Kelly, if you want to chime in as well. This is what I would say, Ethan, and and actually what I'm going to do is I'm not going to give any advice to any individual. I'm going to tell you guys what I'm doing. I am continuing to hold on my uh, altcoins. Now, I don't have a plethora. I think I've definitely heard Kelly's list is way bigger than mine. I think mine has a total of eight coins in it right now. But what I love about them is I'm in the red on All of them except for Bitcoin and Ethereum. My Cardano even right now is technically in the red. My average buy is, I think, closer to 110. I'm talking about my HODL portfolio, not my trading portfolio. Uh, But I'm continuing to buy when there's blood in the streets. That's the advisement I've been given as I've done my research. These dips give us opportunities. Now, here's where... Here's what you need to keep in mind, though. Do you believe in the future of the project? Do you believe that what they're looking to accomplish is going to last and it is needed? Because if the answer to that question is yes, these are great times to buy, even if the price goes down a little bit more. But if you cannot confidently answer yes to those questions, now we're getting to the realm of potential that you probably should go ahead and move it to something you're more confident in, even if that means you had to lose a little bit. But the whole point of investing is there are risks. There are, I was talking with Malachi, one of our, uh, he's on the team here you know I can't remember what his exact role is but he is in school learning all about <laughs> economics and economy and he talks about economists when they look at a project the greater the risk the more excited they get because where there's heavy risk there's also heavy rewards when there's not a lot of risk there's not a lot of rewards so that's the question you have to ask yourself hey yes I know the risk is is high but do I believe in this project and if the answer is yes that high risk equals high rewards uh, I know may raise your hand and then Kelly want to hear your yeah take
0: as well. I, I, so Literally, what I would just say is, um, I, to be honest, the best thing you can do, especially when you're unsure, is to just dollar cost average into. Uh, I, I think Bitcoin is a very clear one for me. Uh, I, for me personally, I'm not too. I'm not looking into a bunch of different altcoin projects. I, I know that in the the instinct is in a very bullish time that you everyone looks for the smallest, the Shiba Inus, the whatever little one promises something really cool. At this point, you have to be very, very skeptical, very, very scrutinizing because. Uh, just, and every time there's these different big cycles, there's a lot of altcoins that come and go. But, the, you know, usually the top three usually uh, stick in their spot. Uh, so I would say ultimately, if you're unsure or you're not, you're not in a place where you can risk a lot, just dollar cost average into things like Bitcoin, to Ethereum, uh, maybe even Cardano. But that's up to you. Uh, but I'm sticking right now with Bitcoin and uh, dot is where I'm at, too, because I think dot is building something pretty great. So, yeah, uh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Kelly, real quick, because we gotta transition our next uh, segment, but uh, yeah. I want to hear what you what I say. would
2: What I would say is very simple. First thing, always invest in your education. Second thing, mm. one of the things you can do in, in, to invest in your education is uh, you know tune into we we have a whole program here called CG2A, uh, and uh, the reason I bring that up is because you asked if you should get in. Well, whether you're in a bear market or a bull market, or you're unsure uh do some ta on the projects uh just as a quick uh, uh a quick oh wrong share uh just as a quick uh sort of uh example here if just looking at this four chart screen I have here with bitcoin ethereum dot and avax if you're wondering if you should get in well you don't get into avax right here you wait till the avalanche comes down to where you know you figure out where you draw your trend lines and you buy always buy it support right yeah. and when you buy it support set your stop loss then you're, then you're not worried about if, if it drops. Same thing with DOT. So same thing with any altcoin that you're going to potentially buy into. Just uh, do some TA on it. If you're not sure how to do TA, CT2A uh, that we have or many other programs that are out there, or watch us daily. Draw your support lines, draw your resistance lines and buy at good
1: buying opportunities for that particular coin, and you'll be good to go. hmm well, we're going to transition. We're going to go back to the charts on Bitcoin real quick, so you can go to my screen before we jump onto our, which I'm in the wrong one, before we jump into our, uh, what do we call that? Thing? I, always, I, I never watched the show The Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch screen. I don't uh, want
0: to call it The Brady Bunch screen. That's though. what can we've we call been it. Call can man? we call it the the, the group screen? The, 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 the all, the, I don't know. All right, yeah. just anyways, keep it going.
1: Well, cuatro amigos. we're going to wait for the proper time because we have said the the official announcement of the win is 1025. We we got four minutes. However, I wanna update you guys on what the predictions are. Kelly predicted $43,000. Was it $36, Kelly, or sixty-three? dollars I can't remember. Uh, like it's forty three something thirty. So, forty three thousand thirty six dollars. Yeah. My prediction was forty thousand one hundred, and Smaze was thirty three thousand. Which means because of the three of us, uh, anything above forty one thousand, and I believe it was you know whatever half the, eighteen forty one thousand eighteen dollars would be a Kelly win. Anything below thirty six thousand. 50 was a Smey win and at the moment we are sitting right at 39,000 right there Dab smack in the middle of uh, those two lines and it is looking like it will be a Tim win You can go off my screen now Smey, because uh, at the price game 3900 uh, You know tell me Tell me what you guys think. You know, Sme, what went wrong with your prediction this week? Why do you think that you uh, were um, able to grab the Nothing ready?
0: has gone wrong with my prediction yet because we still have three minutes, and oh, okay. um, I think that there's a possibility <laughs> that <laughs> it will get dropped down. Um, but if if for some reason, uh, in a very unlikely scenario, I do end up losing here in about two minutes, um, I'd just like to say that. Bitcoin is a very unpredictable thing, you know. Sometimes you, sometimes you're on it, sometimes you're not. To see my the mistake I the the mistake I made here, guys, and, and this is a mistake you can learn for is, I got a little extreme. And I think a lot of people do that. Even you can see at this end of year 100K, you know what I mean? It was kind of like this extreme prediction where it's like, you know, is it bullish or bearish? Yeah, I kind of figured it would be bearish, but I kind of went to the extreme. So, guys, when you're making your predictions, sometimes you just, just keep it conservative. Keep it conservative. I should have kept it conservative. That yeah. was my that was my issue here.
1: How about you, Kelly? What do you have to say? Uh, what went wrong with your prediction this week?
2: Well, I don't think anything went necessarily wrong. Uh I think uh, Bitcoin, as, as we discussed here in the show today, uh, Bitcoin's ranging right now. It's really, it's really struggling to find its its footing. It is, it is. Uh, and, and not only that, you know, it's it's not only playing the price action right now. It's it's being heavily influenced by all the different uh, incredible, incredibly bullish news that's coming out, uh, but far heavier, bearish news. It's basically, you know, it's it's making it more and more uh, constricted as well as I feel like more and more confused and the reason I say confused is because, you know, and people that follow my Twitter know I share a lot of on-chain charts. Uh, and the the confusing thing about that, uh, somebody in chat, I think his name was Wolf something, said uh, on-chain metrics can be a, a cruel mistress. Uh, and that's definitely true. But but the mm-hmm. difference is mm-hmm. on-chain metrics uh, are much longer-term vision. They have much longer-term sort of, uh, uh, I don't even want to say predictions, but data that they're signaling than uh, just doing TA on a daily or, or a, you know, four-hour chart. So I I do think that there's a lot of bullish structure uh, that is going to, that's basically the foundations being set for now. And just right now we're just, we're just traveling through the noise. We're in this, Mm. this tight pattern. And so at the end of the day, was I wrong? No, I just
1: called it at the wrong moment. Well, you know, if, if the, if this competition ended two days ago on the ninth. Uh, you would have won because two days ago it was sitting up close to around $42,500 where it peaked out. So, you know, it ultimately, as you said, it it was absolutely right. Bitcoin's all over the place. It is now officially $1025, which means price at 3900 $39,100. I am the HODL Trophy winner once again. Uh, it will sit on my desk probably out of view for the next week. Uh, ultimately, I think the price did a little bit different than what I thought, but I'm, I'm not crazy necessarily surprised. That's what I predicted, that I thought it would come up here a little bit. And again, I what I what I want to see over the next couple of days with Bitcoin, and what I'll have to prepare my prediction for next week is, will we bounce off of this support one more time, or are we going to go below it right now? I, I actually am starting to believe that potentially we are in for – four more weeks of winter, you know, four more weeks of boring action. I I told you guys this the other day, my two numbers I'm looking at right now are, can we close above 46,000? And that's going to be way up there. We have not done that ever since. We've not been at 46,000 since back in January. Uh, so before this whole dip. Uh, or are we going to close below 35,000, maybe pushing closer to 33, setting up our bullish divergence? Those are the two spots I'm looking at. But as it stands right now, it looks like Bitcoin might potentially, for the next couple of weeks, continue its boring sideways turtle market ways.
0: Turtle market. And that's okay. Well, Tim, it's going to be. Tim, okay. I'm
2: curious. But before before we wrap out, since we just did the huddle numbers, yeah. I'm curious if you can uh you know whether you pull it up on screen or not, uh, but uh what can you give an update? You know, the four coins that we picked for, for the rest of the month? Yeah, uh, no, I actually how, how, I didn't how update are those looking?
1: I didn't update the other day. Adam is in the lead. I'm in the lead on that one. Uh oh now gosh. I will say all four are in the red. So if someone had picked a stable coin. Uh, they'd be sitting pretty nicely. But the good news is, and again, I made this video the other day. I didn't do Cardano in that one because we do Cardano with other videos. Uh, if you go watch that video again, all three of the coins that we chose, Adam, AVAX, and Solana, all are sitting at what Kelly was just talking about, those support levels. So could we see some bullish action happening on those coins? Very well, we might. Let's keep an eye on those. And again, that that competition is not over until April 1st. We'll announce the winner of that one April 1st. But... Uh, you know, keep your eyes on those coins. I like all three of
0: them, but mm-hmm. we need to see. I would like to say something as we lead to closing out here. Yeah. And I'll go full screen on myself for this. This is a very important thing. I want you guys to mark my words right now. I want you to timestamp this this moment in the show. I want you to save it. I want you to clip it because apparently there's a clip feature on YouTube, right, Tim? There is. I yeah. want you to take this clip. I want you to know that the Celtics are going to the finals this year. They're going to make it all the way. Oh, uh, they're not going to win. They're going to lose to the Suns and that's my prediction.
1: Thank you Here's a good question who which will happen first Bitcoin to 500,000 or the Celtics win an NBA
0: championship <laughs> uh, Bic, uh, it, The NBA championship for sure I, Celtics, I put my money on Bitcoin Celtics are definitely gonna win so. in the next five years
1: Well guys, this is the end of the week of no Jeb. Thank you for being here with us This has been an amazing week for me. I'm, I'm tired. I'm not gonna lie I am exhausted making all these videos and everything. It is not it's not easy, but it is fun, it is amazing. I love getting to be here with all of you as we grow every single day in the crypto space. Keep in mind, everything is gonna be okay. Continue to be patient, continue to up your education. As Kelly said even earlier on this stream, the number one thing you can invest in is your education. Because even if everything goes down to zero, if you learned and you now have advice and knowledge you did not have before. You have become a better man or woman because of it. So continue to huddle on everybody. We will see you guys Monday. Jeb should be back, barring some crazy emergency. Jeb will be back in office and I will be here again with you just as always. Love all of you guys, have a great day. Look out for the afternoon videos. Peace.
0: You enjoyed listening to the Coffee and Crypto podcast. Tune in every day at 9:30 a.m. Eastern to watch live on YouTube. Follow us on our social media accounts at CryptoJab. And lastly, we want to thank you for supporting us here at Macfee Media.